Welcome to Shutter Slam's Photography Tips with your host, photographer Craig Bechta. Today's podcast is sponsored by Shutterslam.com. Hey everybody, how you doing? It's Craig Bechta here from Shutterslam.com, and today we're talking with Peter Hurley. Hey Peter, are you there? Hey Craig, how's it going? I'm here. Hey, that's great. Uh, well, Peter and I did a workshop together, I don't know, was it last May? And uh, unfortunately, I had to go on after Peter, and uh, it didn't go well for me. But uh, you're pretty amazing live, Peter. Of course it did. I just missed it because I had to catch a plane. I had to run out of there real quick. I'm sure it went well. Well, it's hard you're to, uh, I mean, I found you so entertaining. Like, you literally were like, uh, I don't know, like Jerry Seinfeld or like uh, Kevin Hart, but for like five hours straight. I mean, it was pretty entertaining. And then, I mean, it's, it's hard to follow you, I think. <laughs> I, I like to have fun with it. I mean, that's one of the things when I started coaching. Um, I was like, I'm going to have fun with this. And if it's the last thing I do, I think it has to be um, uplifting for people. If you're going to be in front of them for uh, an entire day trying to teach them something, you might as well have some fun. No, I found it like super entertaining. But one thing, I mean, you do a lot of things well. I mean, you're good at athletics with the with the sailing. I mean, you're a great headshot photographer, but I mean, the marketing side of your whole business, I find amazing. I just, you seem to be like working 24 hours a day. Every time I look, you're on Twitter or Facebook or somewhere. And I'm always like, how do you do that? And like, how did you get all these marketing ideas? Well, I think that there's, for me, there's a couple things that go on. When I shifted my business toward, uh, you know, towards teaching photography and actually being an educator, I had to look at the, you know, how do you, reach out to people. And what really happened was, um, I, the, when the F stoppers like put out this little video, they came into my studio years ago and they put out this little video and, um, and all of a sudden I started to get as many emails from my clients as I did photographers. And then, uh, and then I was at a party they threw and Zach Arias was there. He's like, you should teach. Well, I was looking to get, take headshots and I, and I, all roads led to you. You should teach headshot photography. I was like, oh, maybe I will. And then, you know, here I am now teaching and everything. So I guess what I did with the social media was I started to use that as a, as a building block to, to, you know, to, for my education platform and I've also found that having a bigger following helps with your clientele to shoot, you know, for the people that walk through the door as well. So I kind of put it out there that I'm an educator and a lot of my, my tweets and social media are, are kind of geared towards photographers. But um, my biggest eye opener, and I think that everybody listening should really think about this because you know this, because you're a big YouTuber, um, is really the YouTube. It's like that first video I did was, it's all about the jaw. And that instantly, and I did it for photographers. I was trying to promote my art behind the headshot tutorial that I did with F-stoppers with that. And what I found was, is that people really like were interested and that's why it's got almost 3 million hits. You know, it's, it's really that. So if you can do things that are kind of for, well, for me, it's like a two-pronged kind of attack, I guess, to get people in my door and people, you know, teach teach something that not only photographers can benefit from, but the general public can benefit from. Then I've got a flow of people coming to, you know, learn from me and in front of my camera shooting. And that's really key right now at this stage of the game for me. 
Yeah, I don't have any viral videos like you. <laughs> I mean, I've got a lot more than you out there, but uh, yours just catch on. I mean, the ideas, I don't know how you come up with them. And then the sub one, you had one about the sub, and then you've got the squinch. Well, obviously, that's a huge one, too. Yeah, I, I really, um, I guess it goes back to that trying to have fun with stuff. I think people, if, you know, I, I never thought the, the jawline would go viral. And then when we did the squinch, I wanted it to go viral. I didn't know that was going to go viral either. And that went. And then the sub one, I was like, well, if I've got these other two going viral, maybe the sub will go viral. And I thought the sub would gain more traction than it has, but it's slowly um, moving along. But it's not, it's not viral. So if you go out trying to make a viral video, sometimes, you know, it just doesn't happen. And, and, um, you know, sometimes you make one and you don't think it's going to happen and it, and it goes. So I think, um, I think the main thing is that, is that as as photographers running a business, you know, having video of ourselves out there being professionals and being experts in our field and showing that whatever it is that you talk about or show um, is important. So how did the uh, Dubai uh, Photo Week, you just got back from that, how'd that go? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, Gulf Photo Plus is phenomenal. I've been, this is my second time going. I went uh, three years ago and then um, I didn't get out there for a couple years. I had a little passport issued last year that was a mess for me that I, I just was supposed to go and I couldn't get there. Um, I got that sorted out, got there this year, and I just always have a blast. It's a, it's a week-long event, and um, it's a great group of people, and they bring in really great instructors, and it's just a very um, – it's an interesting dynamic because I don't think there's anything else like it out there um, – with this kind of the way they kind of run it is really intimate and really nice. So how much time would you say a day you spend on building your social media following and which one is your biggest, I guess, uh, traffic source? Is it Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? You know what? It's interesting. I think, um, I never consciously really do it. I just try and stay on top of everything and look at trends. I think one thing that, that, it was unfortunate, but we were all kind of f spoiled when Facebook just posted everything that we ever put out on to everybody. And, and back when it was doing that, like, uh, you know, I was using it for my clients and using it for workshops and all my workshops sold out like right away. And every, I was like, I'm on fire and I can go anywhere in the world and sell out these workshops. And that, that's what would happen. It'd just go crazy. And then when they cut that off and they made you do this paid for, you know, viewers thing, it, it just changed the game completely. So for me, um, it's just kind of, it's just kind of like trying to feel it out. Right now, for me, Instagram's the hot one. Um, and, and I feel like that thing is, as a photographer, you really have to be on top of it. I don't, I kind of use it as a, as a, I kind of do f fun stuff with it. Like I do a lot with my family or wherever I am or running around and, and I probably should get a little bit more pro on that. Um, <laughs> but that's the way my brand is. I, I call it pro personal. Like I show a headshot and the next thing you know, I'm at a, I'm out to la the last post I did, I was at a restaurant last night and there was this bigger than bigger than me i'm six two this thing was like 10 feet tall pink rabbit that was upside down in this restaurant in this vestibule that it was like a sculpture and i shot myself and my wife in front of it so being silly so you know i do that kind of stuff because i think it's fun but but um 
I think everybody out there just tries, has to try and figure out what it is that um, people are gaining from looking at their feed. And I think one thing is, is that don't hold yourself back by not posting because of the number of followers that you have. I, I remember when I started like Twitter or whatever, I was like, I don't know what to tweet or what to say. And, you know, I just didn't have any followers. So I was like, I, I don't know. I'll just start saying something. I don't even remember what I said. And, and, uh, and now I have like 26,000. So it's, it's, it's growing, but Instagram is smoking it. I think a year ago on Instagram, I had like maybe 7,000 followers. And now I have about 26,000 as well. It's just about to surpass Twitter and it's going to easily surpass it. It's just going to smoke right by it. So I think as a photographer, you've got to have an Instagram presence that's rock solid. So let's talk about uh, your headshot crew and what goes on in there and uh, how people can find out more about it. Oh my gosh. Headshot crew is amazing. I, I started with this idea in 2007 that I, I was, I'm a headshot photographer. I'm based in New York. I shoot, uh, I was shooting predominantly actors. Now I shoot everything that comes in my, I mean, everybody needs a headshot these days. So it's really been a growing genre of portraiture. That's just huge. So if you don't shoot headshots, I suggest you start. <laughs> um, and, uh, and get in on headshot crew. If you go to headshotcrew.com, that's the, what I did was I started and I, people would call and they'd want a headshot and my headshots are expensive. I'm like number one of the top ones in, in New York at the time I was and I guess now I'm considered one of the premier headshot photographers in the world. So it's, it's not cheap. It's 1200 bucks to get in front of my camera. So people would call, I'd say it's 1200 bucks. I'd hear click. And I was like, geez, but that person needs a headshot. Let me help them. So I was like, let me get a photographer. I coach, give them that person at, you know, a cheaper rate and just get this idea going. And that escalated into doing it around the world. So if you join Headshot Crew and just get a site up there and throw some headshots on it, you know, every day we get inquiries into jobs all over the world. I just got one from, I didn't even, I don't even know where it was from, but I've got, um, you know, people all over the world getting work through the search engine portion. We have a photographer search on there. And then the coaching portion, it, you could become an associate of mine. You get it's twenty bucks a month if you sign up, and you do two months in advance. You get my book for free. So I wrote a book. It's called The Headshot, and uh, it launched in August, and it's been selling like off the charts. So it's been it's been great. And in um, at the beginning of the year, I decided to do this promotion with the book, where if you sign up for two months of Headshot Crew, you get the book free. So wherever you are in the world, I'll send you the book. I'll sign it. And, uh, and you can come check out Headshot Crew and what we do. We do these things called crew casts every week. We do um, two a week on Thursdays, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, usually. I move them around a little bit, and sometimes I do what I call on-the-fly crew casts, which I'll probably do one today, um, where I just jump on and... Uh, and I talk about whatever's going on in the studio or happenings. And, and uh, also on the crew, you get videos every week that I've done. So it's a, it's a, it's constant information and it's a great forum for everybody to check out. It's been, a, been an amazing, uh, amazing working with the photographers in there. And the fact that they're getting work is a bonus. So what are you using for those crew casts? Is it Ustream or, or what is it? A special service? Uh, yeah, it's, I use Spreecast. Spreecast? Yeah. And, um, 
I've used it for a while. They used to be, their office was down the street from me and, and I, I knew some of the guys over there. So I started using it years ago and then, and it just, it works really well. It's got a chat feature and I can bring people in on, on screen. They're, they're recorded. So once you join the crew, you can always look back at all the crew casts that we've done. Um, and usually when we do them, we're on for a couple of hours. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's a lot of information. I'm usually doing contests through them or reviewing portfolios. Um, there's a, once you go get a portfolio past me, you become an associate on the headshot crew. So that's a big step for a lot of people. So I like to do those, um, when somebody's talented, my last, um, uh, who was, it was, I just had a, photographer in Berlin make associate last week. So Chris Markson has been working really hard and, and he put a portfolio together. And so we've got, you know, people all over the world. He just happens to be in Berlin and, um, which is really cool to have. Uh, I got a couple, a couple from Germany, but it's cool to have somebody in Berlin. Yeah. It's neat to have like a worldwide following, but, yeah. uh, I noticed you just had a video today about Canon unboxing. Would Canon just sent you something or? Yeah, Canon. I'm actually holding it in my hands right now. <laughs> uh, Canon sent me the 1DX Mark II, and uh, for me to play with in the studio. I don't know exactly when the release date is on this. They did announce it, and now I've got a sample in my hands. Um, it's been great working with them because I get to try out some of the newest gear and and uh, you know play with it in the studio, and I've just been loving it. So uh, it's cool that they they sent this my way and it's just it's so nice to hold this thing they did such a good job with it it's just amazing i really like the 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 larger body format because i'm used to being a medium format shooter and i went to uh i dropped medium format to get the uh, 5dsr and um the small lightweight compact body with the beefy file is amazing but it's always nice to hold a, a larger a larger camera that's for sure so before we wrap this call up, I usually ask people to share, say, one tip for someone who might be a part-time photographer and wants to take it full-time. What would that be if you could share one tip? Well, I mean, I think that if they're going to be a, uh, a portrait photographer, the tip I would say is get one person in front of your camera every day. And I don't, I'm not talking about a DSLR or with lights or anything. I mean, it's I mean, if you could do that, great. But you could take one person and just just work on your direction. It could be with an iPhone. Um, for me, it's all about direction. It's about how you uh, interact with people. So if you can do that every day with one a different person every day, that will really improve your skill set dramatically. And uh, I teach that. Um, my whole thing is is working on your shtick. So I. I do that. I mean, if you have a ridiculously killer setup, I sell these lights that I made through Westcott called the the Flex Kit. It's the Peter Hurley Flex Kit by Westcott. So, you know, I'm in the studio right now. I could throw somebody in there and, and, and work with them. But if it, when I started, I sat my butt on a windowsill and shot natural light through the through the window with the with the light coming in behind me. And you could do that and easily, you know, grab anybody. Walking down the street, grab somebody. I mean, anything. Just to get your juices flowing and, and talk to people in front of your camera and understand. Start to start to build up a, a like a, it's almost like a list of things that you could say to people that you know chills them out or makes them behave in a way that, that really works for you. Yeah, I would say like of all the people that I've learned from, I'd say you're a master at that 
communication on a photo shoot. And really, it is a big factor. It makes a big, huge difference on how well or smooth that shoot goes. That's it. That's the move. Because if you freeze up, it's not... <laughs> no, well, they freeze up. And if you freeze up, if you're both frozen up, then it's a disaster area. Yeah. All right, I just want to say thanks, Peter. Um, you're a big inspiration for me. And uh, where else can we find you before we go? Uh, there's, you know, the headshotcrew.com. There's what, peterhurley.com. Peterhurley.com, headshotcrew.com. And my gear page is hurleyprogear.com. And that's where I have some products that I sell. I've got a, uh, a pro board, which is a background that I, that I do. And it comes in uh, glossy white, matte white and uh, it used to come in matte black. I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to keep that right now. It's out of stock on the matte black. But we also do these H2 Pro bags, which are really cool. I hate carrying sandbags around. Hate it. So I developed a, a bag that you put water in uh, when you get to the chute so you don't have to lug around sand with you. And then I also sell the uh, the Flex Kit on there, which is the uh, the lights I developed through Westcott. They've got this Flex panel, and we just worked it into a kit kit situation for my uh the work that i'm doing and it just creates this gorgeous light so they can look into that and get that there all right awesome peter i just want to say thanks again and i'll talk to you later thanks craig thanks for having me on thanks so much for listening to shutter slams photography tips with your host photographer craig becta we'll see you next time